0: hello 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 here we are on another Thursday this is Courtney with just vet things and we're gonna dive right on in head deep into the good old mental illness in the military You know what I know several people that have struggled with this specific illness mentally I I know people that whether they want to admit it or not have struggled with this mentally in and out of the military and I i can say this is a big big hitter for the military big big hitter you know the one that you don't want to tell anybody about you don't want to talk about because you know as soon as you do they're going to boot you yeah you're kind of gathering what i'm talking about it is the number one mental illness in the military and who wins that award that is depression that is what wins that lovely title So let's talk some about depression. There are different types of depression. Um, I'm not super familiar with all of them. (laughs) This is no medical advice, gotta remember. I'm not an expert in any of this whatsoever. This is kind of just more so about my own personal struggles. And one thing I have definitely struggled with was for sure depression. Honestly, I had it my whole life, man. Had it my whole life. It is. I got one of those chronic depression cards, you know, like instead of a white privilege card, I got like a chronic depression privilege card. They're they're kind of the same, very different. So I was guaranteed one of those whenever I came out the womb, hatched like an egg. Um, Guaranteed right out the bat with one of those. It actually stems from literally um, generation to generation. And I tell you what, you can really dig a hole with one of those. I got to a point I just got an excavator just to dig that hole a little bit deeper, a little bit quicker. Just so I could really sink in there into my own little, own little (laughs) grave site. And well, you know what didn't help with that? (laughs) Joining the military. Who would have thought? Actually, let me, let me not even give the military all the crap on that one. I had a great time in the military. I loved it. I loved it. I'm one of those mental cases that like thoroughly love the atmosphere, the bullying, I had anger management issues, let's be honest. You know, I got the full like signed contract, I got the anger management issues, I got the tattoos, I got the drinking problem, I didn't do the drugs or like the nicotine addiction, um, I kind of went with the alcohol one, that's what I signed in my contract, so I, you know, I became a <laughs> alcoholic. Uh, while I was in, and definitely whenever I was out, um, but one of the things that definitely stayed with me was while I was going through my med board, I got a neurological conversion disorder. Pretty much what happens is my brain does not compute stress properly. If you wanna look it up, go for it, but just a little thing. I came out with, whenever I got diagnosed with these, I had a three-page profile of you know things I can't do. Those in the military, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, babe three full pages I can't bathe alone I can't eat alone I'm supposed to have a caregiver that's just the minimal minimal things Um, you could be talking to me we could be walking just fine and all of a sudden I just collapse like bang on the ground and then I started having uh, those absent seizures and I started having more episodes and then started having full-on convulsions Um, my oxygen rate would drop down to like 72 I gonna gradually go down and just automatically, like, drop. Had that one. My respiratory rate would get down to, like, eight breaths a minute if I was lucky. You know, all, all the fun jazz, All the fun, you know, all the fun party favors you pull out for that really special event. It's kind of what was going on with me. And you know what? It was due to stress. It is literally my brain cannot handle stress. It can be any type of stress. It can be physical, mental. I can get too hot. And one of these could happen. I could get too cold. And one of these could happen. I get too hot quickly. Like, you know, in the middle of winter when you hop in a warm vehicle. I aren't safe. I was not safe. Um, yeah, and that can trigger one of those for me. And you know what? I had a really hard time going from full functioning to struggling with one of these. I lost every sense of myself because I felt like I became a burden on everyone. I hated my life. I couldn't do half the stuff I used to do. I hated everything. I hated myself, being honest. So I drank, I drank the pain away. It was the easiest way to kind of live without the suffering. It was the easiest way. And then there came the drugs from the VA that they'll always pass out. Passed me those out until I was pretty much emotionally numb. And it was was horrible. I lived this way for about three, three, four years straight. Drinking all the time, partying all the time, just not giving a crap about anything, down my own hole, digging my own hole, honestly, not depression, nothing I did, I didn't feel good enough about anything, didn't feel good enough about myself, didn't really care about myself, and that was shown with the the people I dated, um, because they didn't care about me, but why would they care about me if I didn't care about me? My favorite thing was laying in bed all day and just sleeping there. Cuddle up in a blanket and just knock out midday, nap time. Now I'd go to the gym, go to the gym and kind of be my escape. But honestly, it never left. It was always there. It was always there lingering. Some days were better. Some days were worse. That's, that's kind of how it goes with depression. But finally, one day, I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. I just couldn't do it. And don't get me wrong, there, there, were, there were a couple times I attempted to take my own life. They were unsuccessful. Uh, they were very unsuccessful. But I tried. Hey, A for effort, right? Totally kidding. Totally kidding. Um, but it didn't happen. So I just had to keep on going. And I found one person. My rock. My best friend is my rock absolute rock and I moved from Alabama to Utah and it was the best thing of my life best thing I know it sounds crazy to make a big move like that and it'd be a great thing but when I was able to get away and refocus on myself and just re that mentality it it's hard but it works I literally stopped No, I do not recommend this, this is not medical expertise let me advise that I stopped my drugs, cold turkey. Don't tell your doctor. It's not advised. Don't try this at home, kids. I stopped my medications, cold turkey. Cold, I mean, just stopped. And guess who cried in bed for 30 days straight? I'm gonna call it 30 days. If you're listening, best friend, we know it's much longer than 30 days. I'm gonna call it 30 days. (laughs) Honestly, it was probably a couple months I cried straight. But definitely 30 days I stayed in bed and cried and slept the whole day, Um, coming out of that. And then finally I was like, you know what? I gotta do something. And let me tell you something about Utahns. They love, they are prideful in their mountains. They are the absolute most beautiful thing to them, and I hated them. I hated them with everything within me. I'm from the beach. I'm a beach snob. I hated these mountains. Hated them. Hated them. Hated them. I remember the rage. I can still kind of feel a little bit. One thing everybody always said was, oh, the mountains are so beautiful. So you know what I told myself? I told myself a lie every morning. <laughs> Uh, each morning I wake up and tell myself all the mountains are beautiful as I'm literally driving towards the West Mountain to go to work or at this time I think it was East Mountain um, driving I'm like all the mountains are beautiful and each time I said I hate these mountains I don't care about these mountains the mountains are stupid nobody likes mountains each time I said that I repeated it three more times for each negative comment I had so legit I'd be like ah oh, the mountains are so beautiful and I'd be like ah, rah, rah, rah. so like each single comment I'd be like ah, I hate the mountains I'd be like Mountains are beautiful. The mountains are beautiful. You know what? They are really pretty. I'm like, I hate the mountains. I have to repeat that whole thing again. I did that. And then I'd go to the, whenever I went to the store, any type of store, I did not use self-checkout. No. I know. I know. Give me a pat on the back and stand on those lines. I would use an actual checkout where a cashier was there, and I would ask them, how's your morning going? Nah, how's your day? That's lame. You're gonna say, oh, it's good. Yours, you know? No, we're not doing that over here. How's your day going? How's your morning? What'd you have for breakfast? What part of town do you live in? How long you been working here? Do you like it? And asking those people those questions, that knew I'm a complete stranger. They would actually confide in a complete stranger. I don't know how many times I've found out so much that's going on in someone's life. And I'm just a total stranger, but people can talk to strangers. Because what's it matter? I'm a stranger, they're never going to see me again. They would confide in me. And me feeling that importance, day in and day out, gave me a purpose. A purpose that I had lost when I lost the military. When I could have just been set in an office desk in a cold climate and been fine. I struggled with that one for a long time. You know, I started finding my purpose again. Then I kind of started doing more things, like finding positive things throughout the day. Each negative thing my brain glued onto, I would have to find three positive things to battle it out. And then I have to restart for each negative thing I found within those three positive things. And I started doing more stuff for myself. Started going on hikes. I'd go to the gym. Got really, really active. Really active because honestly so what is the one thing we're doing with depression what are, what are you doing right now mm-hmm you're laying in bed listening to this or are you on the couch maybe just maybe you're driving somewhere driving to work driving to the store just maybe most of the time you're sitting in the chair you're sitting down you're you're laying in bed listening to one of these you're sedentary it's all right it's okay but as people especially military people. We are active, babe. We are active people. It's our whole thing. So what are you doing today if you're not getting up, not going on a walk? Go walk around your house. Take a couple laps. Go up and down the stairs a couple times. Go out to your car a couple times. Don't drive. I did not say drive. I don't know. Driving's good. If you want to go on a long drive, kind of fill your vibe, listen to your music, go for it. Go on a walk. Put some headphones in, unless you like listen to the sounds of nature. I prefer headphones. You just get lost. Go on a walk and get lost. Do your thing. Walk until you just feel free. Just do something for you. Walk out. Do something active for you. Go to the gym. I don't know. Go to whatever gym you want to go to. Planet Fitness. Nobody really cares. Uh, I don't. What are other gyms out there? Gold gyms. Go to whatever gym you want to go if you want to go to the gym go to the store if you want to go walk around the store if you haven't got groceries because you're ordering them online go to the store and go pick them out talk to somebody that you see pick them out. be like hey can you give me a tip on figuring out how to find the best lemon whether you know it or not talk to somebody your day is going to change i promise you that i can guarantee that this has kind of been my little totem them up on depression and my personal experience we will probably get into this again let's be honest but I'm kind of a little long today so I'm gonna cut a little short and get off of here because I can I can rant all day long okay so that concludes our second episode of just Bet things I know.